My name's Vincent. My name's Noons. And I'm Nick. And today we're talking about horror uh, video games. Horror. Horror. The horror video games. Let's do it. Tell me about some horror video games. Well, so <clears throat> I wanted to kind of talk to talk about them in like a meta sense where okay. it's like what to you guys or to us really, what is a good horror game? What makes a good horror game? And uh, what makes horror game horror games as a genre good? Why do so many people like it? Why isn't it just niche? You know what I mean? Yeah. So let's start with the first question. You said what? Is a horror game? Yeah. What is a horror game? What do I think of as a horror game? Do you have anything, Little Nick, that comes to mind? Uh, Silent Hill 2. That's a good Easy. one. Oh, yeah. yeah. It is. So like, the, so, like, the thing about Silent Hill 2 is uh, it is, like a, like, a horror game. You're very on edge most of the time. But you can't seem to take it that seriously when there's cutscenes. Because... Mm. God damn, the voice acting is just so bad. Good. <laughs> I, I I feel like that's what makes the game good though. Bad voice acting. It, it's kind of like a. Uh, that's definitely yeah, part of the it's charm. Like a, yeah. It's kind of like a uh, release to it, I guess, to like stray away from like the horror aspect of it. Yeah. But that Silent Hill two or just like Silent Hill games in general are the first to come to mind. Maybe Resident Evil after. But Silent Hill two definitely. I remember a lot of the, uh, well, not a lot. There was like two Silent Hill games on the Wii and it kind of took away from it because not because of the motion control, but like all of the high octane horror parts were like on rails and they were just quick time events. So yeah, it, it was like a house of the dead. Yeah. I was going to say, wasn't that just like a rail shooter? Yeah. Yeah. House of the dead, yeah. And it felt like, I mean, it kind of, it kind of takes you out of it when it's a quick time event. So do you think a quick time event makes it like, can you have a good quick time event horror game, I guess is my question? Easy. Look, look at Resident Evil series. Yeah. There's always, there, always going to be quick time events either uh, situational where where you could either avoid it or unsituational when it comes to like the story and stuff. So like one example is like in Resident Evil 2, you're going through the corridors of, of the Raccoon City Police Department or whatever. And then, bam, zombies right behind the corner. You don't see them. Quick time event. You have to fucking stab them with your knife. Yeah, before he gets then, a good bite in. Yeah, exactly. And nom, then nom, nom, you nom. can run away. <laughs> but I, I feel like I feel like they can add to it. They, it's make or break depending on the scenario, honestly. I remember in Resident yeah. Evil 2, every time a zombie came around the corner and tried to bite me, I got mad at it. I would stab it and then I would shoot it. Until it until its head popped, and I did that for every until zombie. Until you grab the knife again. Until it <laughs> yeah. died. I did that for every zombie until I ran out of ammo and couldn't finish the game. <laughs> Literally, what happened I would murder them until they through. died. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a, a um. I feel like quick time events can kind of take away from the horror and kind of make it more action. Not that it's not like horror themed action but i feel like generally quick times kind of make it feel a little more action-packed mm, i agree i think um for me it kind of takes me out of it quick time events uh because i'm not focusing what's uh not focusing on what's on the screen but like waiting for the button to pop up to see what i'm supposed to mash where it's like yeah cool whatever zombie okay what button am i supposed to press yeah i think i agree with that almost a thousand percent almost a thousand I think, like, when I think of, like, what a horror game is, I think a horror game needs to have, like, some kind of, like, MacGuffin, right? Like, every game, like, you kind of on this journey or something, but I feel like horror games especially need, like, a very good one, and... I think most horror games should be some kind of you're trying to unsolve like you're trying to unravel some kind of mystery, right? Like yeah, hundred percent. That's what I feel like horror yeah, games should. Entail. Like I feel like it should always be like 
figuring out like what's going on. Like there should be some kind of essence of that. And so but I don't know. That building, might just be me. World building yeah. Yeah. Be important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. And there, there's one game where I feel like it was a masterpiece of what it was. Um, and that sucks that it never came out. The the PT game on the PlayStation Four. Oh yeah. I feel like I feel like that was honestly one of the perfect examples of how to not only show off a game, but we haven't had anything like that in years. Like when when that game first came out and people day one it dropped, people were like, "Oh shit!" Like a horror game for free. Okay, I gotta test this and it. Not only is it, like, stupid complicated, but people figure it out within, like, the first few hours of playing it. And I feel like... bananas. It really (laughs) is. And the way they set it up for you is fantastic. You wake up in this room, like, what's going on? Where am I? Walk through the store. Kind of normal corridor. It's kind of old. Has a little bit of cobwebs, some bugs. All right, that's fine. Oh... Front door's locked. Okay, I guess I'll just go through this basement door. Wait, what? I'm back at the same place I was before? And you have to work with that to, f- to like, find what you have to do to progress. There's there's little check marks that you have to do, pretty much. And I enjoy that. Yeah. Even though I'm really bad at puzzles. <laughs> but I, I could definitely appreciate it. And it sucks that we never actually got that. Yeah. Yeah, it's I, uh... unfortunate. I enjoy the the psychological part of the game where you're running in essentially one giant circle over and over again trying to solve a puzzle that making you go crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> the the puzzle requires you to go through this through this area in circles and you don't necessarily have to hit everything uh, that you that there is to find. And sometimes, like, the scares are even hidden from you unless you're looking literally everywhere. There's a part in the demo where the uh, the the dead lady is up on a banister behind you. And there's almost no it, reason to look up know. there. Yeah. There, there's no reason to look up there, yet she's still there. And if you see her, you're going to freak the fuck out. Like, yeah. The, there's no reason for her to be up there. There's no reason for you to look up there. But if you do at the right time... It, it puts you on edge a little bit more. It yeah. rewards you, right? Well, you know, in a sense. like In, in, in gonna... a sense of, like, how, how would you say, like, um... You get you get more of the the theming, right? <laughs> it's like, if you're willing to dive into the world, the world's willing to dive back at you, and it's kind of cool, especially in a horror game. Because, like, Someone might play this game and be like, oh, it wasn't scary at all. I just walked through the hallway and I made it too. And you're like, what? Didn't you see, like, the lady at the top or, like, talk on the phone with, like, that weird chick? And, like, like <laughs> see her someone may never get any of that. Yeah. And they'd be like, wait, what? And you'd be like, yeah. Did you not look? Like, <laughs> there's, Especially for that. There, there, you For you to actually complete it, you actually have to do certain things. You have to, like, like actually see her. Like, yeah, there's, like, little little jump scares like that. Like, when you open up the bathroom door a little bit and you see her peek out and you just freak the fuck out. But there yeah. are steps that you have to take. You have to... I'm pretty sure for her to... For you to beat it, you have to let her kill you at least once. Mm-hmm. I there don't. has to be that animation where she, where she flies at you to, like, scare you and shit. Mm-hmm. And I... Like you don't ever see that anymore. Like, I think, I think the, the most recent games is like Outlast. I like, that, yeah. that's, like, that's the that's the prison one, right? Where you're like the journalist. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. a it's a mental hospital. That's mm-hmm. what it is. It's like an asylum like area. Mm-hmm. I've only seen a little bit of that game. I actually haven't played too many horror games. I think but uh, I always like the little bits that I do play or watch. I think I feel like I watch more than I play. Mm-hmm. But I, f- I feel I, like a good horror game needs to drive your curiosity despite the fear. I think that's why. I think that's what makes a good horror game. Like 
a combination of like curiosity that's like so strong that you know if you try to figure it out you're gonna get scared right like you want to get like you want to figure it out so you're willing to go through the fear 100 mm-hmm. percent, and that that goes with one of the most like famous horror games quote-unquote horror the five nights at freddy series i know people think like it's not real horror or like it's not that scary or it's like oh that's a kid's game but in all honesty how much work and easter eggs there are and especially like watching youtubers stuff like markiplier he went through hell back and forth playing for hours just to solve what easter eggs getting fucking jump scare left and right every two minutes yeah but he he persevered and wanted to figure out what the secrets were and sure that's not necessarily a horror game but definitely is a thriller or has some sort of aspect to it that makes you scared and you makes you want to play it more to unsolve the mystery yeah, yeah. A some bunch suspense of weird shit that... some tension 100 mm-hmm. percent. yeah because i feel what... like uh i feel like five nights at freddy's if you take out the jump scares and just replace it with a screen that says oops you died then it's no longer a horror game it's just kind of like mm-hmm. a a test almost of knowing what like what to do specifically at, at certain times so yeah it's like a time management game almost like <laughs> yeah 100 <laughs> percent and, and that and that is for like not not necessarily quick time events but there are events like that where you where it's like i have to get this on time if i miss a single second i'm dead and j- just little stuff like that that makes it into the thriller horror aspect type game yeah which i feel like just dr- like pulled a, in a bunch of people especially with the first game <laughs> i also feel like a uh, slender isn't oh a, i feel like it's not yeah. a good horror game no because it's, a, it's it's really shitty <laughs> yeah well yeah but i think it was a good i think it was fun it was definitely a fun game to play with your friends as like a hey watch me try not to die and get scared but i also think i think i i think it um i think it deserves a little more credit than that i think it's a very um well, well, I think it does exactly like what whole... I was saying. Like it, it causes you to you're very curious because you really do just start out like in the middle of a forest, right? And mm-hmm. then you walk and like you don't know what you're doing, but it's like, why am I in this dark forest? And it's almost scary right off the bat. Like if no one told you this was a horror game, you would immediately jump to horror, which is good, right? And mm-hmm. then you find like this paper, and you're like, find more okay and it kind of has this odd picture of it and then like you turn around and you're like oh what is that and then it doesn't they don't say anything they don't do anything you just know like you're in trouble and then (laughs) you're like i gotta find these freaking papers and it kind of does exactly what you want it drives your intrigue or your sense of agency or urgency and then you have this little mcguffin that doesn't like these papers don't really mean anything and they kind of unfold like this tiny little baby story of like this weird guy. I don't know. I think Slender <laughs> does a good job. No, no, I like it, a little flash game does. Yeah, yeah, like for especially for a flash game. Like when when I said like oh it's like shit, I meant because it's a flash game. Like mm-hmm. it, de- it definitely wasn't anything. Um, how do you say spectacular? But the way it presented itself and the way it was made definitely brought people into what it is just like you said. It's like, these papers don't really mean much, but I still got to collect them and piece them together. Well, I feel to like... figure out. I feel like Slender, you really needed, like, third-party uh, motivation, right? You needed to know what Slender was. Otherwise, it's just kind of like, I'm wandering around in a forest and there's a guy following me and I find these papers and they tell me to get more. But, like to get to the point where you find a paper and it tells you to get more, it's difficult for someone who doesn't have any sort of context for the, the game or what they should be afraid of or something like that. So I feel like, yeah, I think, I think it's, I think that's fair point. And like the game doesn't really drive you in any direction, Mm -hmm. but I feel like 
in the ad, the game could probably push you towards it, but I think that kind of takes away from the curiosity. I think the third party, like, us, like, going, most people go into that game knowing they have to find the papers before, like, they get caught by Slenderman, and, like, Mm -hmm. that's why people play it. But if you don't know that going into the game, I could see it being a little, like, what am I even doing? Like, what's going on? And you're just kind of wandering around. But I think eventually, because some are obvious, like, I think eventually you'd catch something, and then I think the intensity would uh, create itself. Yeah, they uh the the papers also like glowed really brightly whenever you shone the flashlight on them. So it was kind of hard not to spot them eventually. Like one of them's on a tree, or one of them's uh on a brick wall near a car. If I remember in correctly, in a bathroom. Yeah, yeah ones in, in the bathroom. bathroom maze. That the ones on the silo. The lab bathroom. The tunnel. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the back is, of slender. <laughs> there's one that absolutely pissed me off that I just couldn't find it for my life it was the rock one because there's like three rocks in like a yeah. circle type thing I could not find it especially when that's the last one you need because you, you just got to keep circling and circling it <laughs> so it sounds like what makes a good horror game um, at the most basic is good world building or at least an interesting world or motivation to move through it. Yeah, I agree. I think that's one of the key things. You got to have something that people are like curious about. And maybe not necessarily the world, but definitely like the theme of the game. You should definitely be curious about it and want to find out more. Yeah, willing to risk yourself to move through the game. Yeah. Or or like being ready to like it's most give you like some kind of hindrance, whether it be vision or light or something like that. Like you're like, am I willing to deal with this handicap that I have to figure out more? Like, is it worth it? Yeah, I think that should always be the question brought up by a good one. Yeah. And so what are some of our favorite horror games? I know for me, I think RE7 is probably my favorite horror game. I've only played a little bit of that game. Like, literally like 10 minutes, if that. Mm-hmm. But it's pretty because freaky the demo. in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty freaky. Yeah. It's a lot of like... I can say that. It's a lot of gross-out horror in the beginning. And... Mm-hmm. um. And a lot of tension moving through the house because there's kind of like a lingering presence of somebody following you around the grandma, the brother or the dad, not the brother. Um, and so solving these puzzles with that constant kind of presence, like the need to or the, or the feeling to look over your shoulder, it makes it really good. It's got a really good atmosphere for me. And all the RE games do that. Um, but RE7. Raccoon City. <laughs> uh re7 was in first person which was really really good yeah no really, fixed cameras yeah it made it more intense i feel mm-hmm. i like i remember that game you have like you you're trying to save your girlfriend right yeah but, much. or like yeah, find her she like loses her hand at the beginning or something right she or is uh, that you she cuts no, off you your do. hand in the beginning yeah. that's what happens yeah but like isn't she, like, freak out and run somewhere in the house and you don't know, like, what the heck happened? Yeah, she's fucking crazy. Yeah, but she, <laughs> yeah. like, gets, like, possessed or whatever, right? Or infected yeah. or she, whatever she, you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, she, ha- she has those little, um, like, moments where it's as if she's being controlled. Yeah, yeah. which is totally, like, like which is insane. Because, like, on top of the fact that you feel like you're being watched the whole time, you're, like... Is she even worth saving anymore? Like, she is literally a monster. But yeah. is she? And it's kind of like, it's kind of crazy. Well, again, I only know like a little bit of that game, but the premise alone, like, is kind of freaky. Because the beginning I, is very intense. Mm-hmm. Like, very intense. There's a lot going on. And they put a lot on you really fast. And then they're like, all right, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah, that's like that's like also one good thing about 
horror game, like, that makes a good horror game, is it sort of giving you a little, like, a little tiny bit of information that you need and immediately throws you into the game. Yeah. Because I feel like that just makes you want to figure out more of it. Instead of it be like, here's this 15-minute cinematic, and then you play. No, I like it's like, all right, 30 second to like, I don't know, maybe two minutes cinematic instantly throws you into the game and gets you started. I know a lot of indie horror games that literally just give you like a little page to read and then throw you into the game. Yeah. Where, oh, like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep, keep talking. There's, there's one that I was thinking of. It was on the Xbox One. Uh, I'm thinking of a Steam game where like you, you go to this kind of nice pretty town uh and you're looking for a friend of yours that apparently went missing and you go into this town um you talk to some guy at a security gate he's like yeah i'll let you in you go in and the town is like completely empty and so you're wandering around this completely empty town and nothing really scary happens for quite a while until you find kind of like the first hint that your friend and everybody in this town has died. And then you turn around and like through the gate that you came in, there is this ghost, this ghostly figure that's staring at you. And when you go towards it, it kind of like walks to the side and, and you don't see it again for a little while. And all of a sudden it's a scary game instead of just like a, like a solve the murder or who done it mystery. Mm-hmm. That, that literally reminds me of um is it like that, that bit, or is it like actually like 3D it was it was 3D uh uh it was a PC game 3D oh. first person yeah that that literally that? reminds me um, of the game I'm I'm talking about but it's, it's a different game do you remember the game where you're like the baby and like <laughs> oh was, uh Beyond Beyond the Sleep or whatever it's called. Beyond Sleep or something, yeah. And you're yeah. like a little toddler, and you're like walking mm. around the house, and you find like that freaking teddy bear. Among the creepy. Sleep. Yeah, that game was scary. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, that that was honestly a pretty good game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a really good game. I like that. Like, I like that game a lot. Forgot all yeah, about. It, that, that's not like a. It's not even like a short game either. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what it is a short game is the one I was thinking about. It's called The Park. It was on Xbox One. I don't know if it was on anything else, but I know it was on Xbox One. Mm-hmm. So the premise it. is almost exactly what Noons was saying, but l- a little bit different. So what happens is this mother and her son uh, come to this like uh, amusement park, but she realized, oh, it's closed down. But her son literally just runs in, cuts under the the little thing that you have to like walk through, mm-hmm. and he's in the park, and you have to go talk to a security guard. He lets you in, and now you're just wa- you're just wandering the park looking for your son. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a it was a really good game. Um, yeah, and you're just looking for your son, and you have to you have to go on amusement rides. To catch up to him, but he gets off earlier than you do, and you're just you're just falling behind him for like the longest time. I I feel like that's a very interesting game, like because I feel like that's an actual thing that people are scared of, mm-hmm. like like abandoned amusement parks, dying in amusement parks, especially like I don't want to die on this ride. I this ride does not feel safe. Yeah, and with this game, I feel like it. it I feel like it's a really good representation. It definitely sounds familiar. Also, uh, you know, if you're a parent, like losing your child is something that you would be afraid of. Even just in in an abandoned amusement park, you could get hurt. Or really relieved. You don't know know exactly (laughs) where, especially if it's an amusement park. Those things are fucking huge. Imagine losing your kid at Disneyland. Oh yeah, this could be impossible. It's ain't good. It's, a, it's <laughs> an impossible hide and seek game. No need they, to worry about that anymore. Yeah, we can just. I'll go make a different one. Be all right. Yeah, <laughs> one that He's works. Good. 
<laughs> he'll he'll eat all the leftover Twinkies and chili dogs or whatever they have there. Yeah, this like one will, Sonic the Hedgehog babies. Maybe the next one will listen to me when I tell him they'll go <laughs> exactly. running into an abandoned amusement park. <laughs> I, I have a question though, because I I find this game a horror game. Some people don't. And I'm I don't I don't know, but I I think the first two Bioshock games count as horror games. I would agree. The because first one's definitely of kind of 100%. like creepy. Like it's because definitely more like creepy. You're, you're, than it you're is in this active. underwater city, and there's these fucking huge things, mech things, that are like trying to kill you if if they see you. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know, just like the whole thing. I love it. I feel yeah. like that that was the peak, like first. I don't want to say like first person shooter, but first person action type game. Yeah. Especially for its time. I I think number two leaned more into the action. And then yeah. number one definitely was about that like um horror the thriller theming, aspect. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That scariness. Yeah. And the uh and the twist. The twist is so good. I have not beat the whole game. I've gotten pretty far. I, I, it's a I short game, but I won't spoil anything, but, uh, you know, would you kindly finish that game, please? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Vince, don't you have the whole collection? Yes. Steam sales, gay. <laughs> Steam sales. <laughs> Literally. Gaben has a lot of my money. True. <laughs> so, uh, I don't think we, uh, Lil Nick, did you talk about your favorite horror game? Um, I don't necessarily have a favorite, but Bioshock is up there. Mm. Both one and two. Infinite wasn't horror, it was just an action game. (laughs) (laughs) But a good action game. People gave it shit. I personally really enjoyed it. But to each their own. People have different... um, Thoughts of games. Mm-hmm. Don't even get me started on Final Fantasy Fifteen. <laughs> oh, uh, Final Fantasy Fifteen. Yeah, what's what's wrong with it? Is that a, a horror game? <laughs> uh, d- to some people's eyes, yeah. Some people think, "Oh my god, this game is so bad." I agree. And some people's like, "Oh my god, this game is pretty fucking fun." <laughs> it's pretty bad. <laughs> I actually I haven't played it. I've neglected to play that game for a long time. Yeah, don't honestly, do it. he runs like a madman. I don't fucking care about the running <laughs> animation. I've never cared about <laughs> something like that until I played this game. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I generally don't care about this stuff, but the way he runs is actual. Honestly, ass. the. The, the way he runs, it makes it look like he's trying to ice skate really fast. <laughs> That's literally what it looks like. As the hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> Imagine no, the no, hunchback no, of got, Notre Dame little, trying to ice skate. You gotta bend over to get that aerodynamics. It's the worst run I've ever seen. And I can't, like, I can't play the game. It destroys me. <laughs> It's uh, that bad. Don't run. It's really the worst. <laughs> don't run. You don't even run. <laughs> you really <It's>... do. <laughs> <laughs> no, hop in that car with your buds. Driver with the boys. You mean yeah. the extended load screens? <laughs> 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 uh, I don't know about you, but the PC version's loading screens aren't that freaking long. The PS4, on the other hand. I'm just saying the car, because you have to like drive so much in that game. Then. Mm. I honestly don't mind i feel like it's a good balance between on it's edge ch- it's, it's cool for a loading screen, and then that's relaxation. i agree for a loading screen that's pretty cool <laughs> so but it's, I have, it's nothing more <laughs> i have uh two games i want to talk about the first one is going to be layers of fear and oh my god layers of fear i think that game is a bad horror game and I don't like it at all because okay. you 
up until the point where you figure out that you're not in any actual danger, it's a good horror game. But if you just kind of stand there while crazy shit is happening, uh, nothing happens. You just get to keep going. There's like one mm. point in the whole game where you're actually in any danger of losing progress where mm-hmm. you can, you can die. I think it's one, it's either one or two. Um, and so like once I figured that out, that game was no longer scary at all to me. Yeah. Suspension of disbelief is shattered. Yeah. I think, uh, I can see that. I, I just kind of like, I was like, I don't know what to do. And this thing's happening. Oh my God, what's going to happen? I'm just, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm just going to stay stand here so that I can go back to the beginning of the puzzle, you know, like die and go back to the beginning of the puzzle. So maybe I can kind of recollect my thoughts and do the puzzle a little differently. No, nothing yeah. happened. <laughs> I was just kind of standing sucked. there and spooky sounds were happening. Things were. Flying. Yeah, that's that's like the worst. Like all this yeah. crap is happening. And then all of a sudden, like you stand still and it's like, oh, it's all just smoke and mirrors. Like, yeah. Not actually a ghost or anything. Okay, what's what's the second game? The second game is, I would say, counter horror or anti horror, where it, the DMC games, the first three anyway, not the okay. not the later ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely feel like two and three are kind of like anti horror, where you have you know, uh crazy looking demons that do insane things and are just slaughtering people by the thousands. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you have body horror at certain points in the game because some of the demons are just like an amalgamation of faces on the front of them. Yeah. So, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of horror esque. It's got the theme and the setting, but then you're playing as Dante who doesn't give a shit and makes fun of all of the characters and you can just shoot them or beat them up. (laughs) And so it's like you have these horror elements, but your character simply doesn't care and just kills them. And it's, it's, it's great. That's one of the reasons why I love those games. Would you consider limbo a horror game? Limbo? Yes. I would mm-hmm. consider that a horror game. Um, I definitely think that game is like suspenseful. Mm-hmm. Despite nothing going on, like there's an eeriness about that game that's always like been off-putting. Like yeah. what you you never really know what's happening. Like it's very bizarre. So, I just thought I'd bring that game up cuz I think it's pretty pretty weird <laughs> like it doesn't have to necessarily be scary to have like that horror aspect to it and what was the, the it's like spiritual successor what was that game called inside yeah inside yeah that was very much more puzzly. i yeah. mean they're both obviously like puzzle games but like inside felt less uh i in my opinion less uh Inside kind Horry. of becomes, it was more like body horror, I guess. Like yeah, inside kind rough. of becomes like the uh, what what I was just talking about, yeah, the anti horror, where yeah. there are some scary moments where you're like, oh no, if I get discovered, you know, I'm gonna get killed. But at the end of the game, you become the monster, and you're going yeah. around and you're killing the scientists and shit like that. And uh, that's anti horror. I like that. Um, I like that in a game called Carrion. Oh, Which, where you're the little monster and you have to like it's a roguelike, right? Yeah. You you have to And you are the little like weird goop. Yeah. I'll call it. <laughs> yeah, and you find you find additional parts to yourself uh mm-hmm. to modify your genetic makeup and be essentially like a different monster for each different area so that you can solve the puzzles. Aren't you like um isn't that game like the heroes are coming to kill you and you have to you're the big monster. Yeah, it, and you, you kind of have to escape the facility. Yeah. Yeah, that game's crazy. I've seen a lot of it. I like it. <laughs> I like I like that kind of stuff. I, I wish they would do more anti-horror kind of mm-hmm. things going on. I like it. I like it. Hold on. 
thinking. Mm-hmm. You had another question. Oh, ha- um, this is what I was going to say earlier. I was going to say, um, it's been such a long time since I've played it. I don't even remember if I beat it. I just remember playing it a lot. But Fatal Frame? Yeah. That's an, that's Those a were series. some creepy games. Like, at least the one I played. Like, I remember um, it was on GameCube. And, like, I would go over to my friend. This was so long ago. I can't believe I remember this. <laughs> But, like, I would go over to my friend's house, and he just had this game on. And I was like, what is this? He's like, look, you're like this friggin' chick with a camera. (laughs) And you can, like, take pictures of spirits and crap. I was like, dude, this is not good. We're gonna get, like, go to hell. (laughs) (laughs) I, like, I like those games, because you kind of have to, like, face the the, the monster. And You're take like, a picture. You gotta of it. look. You have to look. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not a run away. It's a mm-hmm. face it so that it so that it goes away for a little while, and you can uh, go about solving the puzzles or f- uh, finding out whatever fears. you're doing. Yeah, that's another. So that's kind of one of the things that I don't like about um, Outlast Two. I like Outlast One because mm-hmm. at the time it was you know it was kind of one of the only things doing what it was doing. But yeah. Outlast Two, it carried it into it carried the the spirit of Outlast One into a different setting. However, the yeah. spirit of Outlast One is just run away, just run away. There's no fighting mm-hmm. back. And I don't like when horror games don't let me fight back. To some degree, yeah, yeah. Like I want to feel helpless, but not because the game won't let me, but because everything I do is the wrong answer. Right, yeah. like, <laughs> I want so many options that me getting the right one feels in, like, when, like, what am I doing wrong? Like, no, like, this is a ghost, like, <laughs> something <laughs> crazy. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I don't like the idea of, like, oh, just turn around and run. Because then it's, like, yeah. then it's just a platformer, right? And it's, like, okay, cool. But if you're, like, trying your best and, like, your damnness to kill something, or cause it to go away, or, like, hide, and you just can't do any of the options, then it's like, what do I do? Like, (laughs) this thing is, like, crazy. Yeah. Makes you think outside of the box. That's one of the better ways that horror can sort of teach us stuff. Yeah. I think uh, Little Nightmares does a good job of that. I think that's probably why the horror genre... To go back to the, uh, the three... Uh, questions. That's probably what makes the horror genre so good. Uh, mm-hmm. Why a lot of people like it is because it can, it, like, it often conveys a really nice story that you know has a has a deeper meaning, mm-hmm. and, or it you know it teaches us something. Yeah, I think that is one of the big keys. I think like horror, unlike a lot of games, not to say that like a lot of games don't allow us to like focus on the story a lot more mm-hmm. whereas like if i'm playing like some action adventure game i'm i like the story but i like my abilities and how cool i am more yeah whereas like uh, a horror game is like oh this setting is really cool what's going on here they spend a lot more time like you said like world building like creating like this atmosphere this characters these stories all these things that are like tied together into a nice yeah. little cupcake and then a guy jumps out of cupboard and you kind of you just quit the game for 20 minutes you pee your pants and now you have to get yeah. lane's underwear <laughs> through this loom if you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> so All right. what else what's next <laughs> lay it on me i'm uh, not a horror man I actually really like playing them when I do, but I don't play them off. I think that's something I need to do. Yeah, I think uh, I think you should play The Evil Within. Those oh, that's how familiar too. Oh man, The Evil Within is so good. Uh, if it's not good, what what are you gonna do, huh? What if it's not good? Fly <laughs> out there. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm murdering. Oh man. 
The Evil Within 2 um, has a very famous monster uh, that I affectionately refer to as the Cum Demon. The Cum Demon? Yeah. It's it's just made of this white goo. And Ooh, it's got... Goop man. It's got scary face. And uh, it, just, it just looks like cum. And every time I saw it, I laughed at it a little bit. But, it, <laughs> you know, it would chase me down a hallway. And I'm like, no, get away from me, cum demon, please. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys remember a game called fear yes i love it was fear. on playstation fear like one yeah. f.e.a.r first encounter assault recon yeah that game was weird too i didn't play a lot of that but i watched my cousin play it i remember the graphics were ass i uh i have a funny story about that one when i was when i was like 12 I was told to, uh, or I, w- I was supposed to like babysit some cousins of mine. Yeah. And I was like, oh, perfect. I've just got this new game called Fear for my Xbox uh, original. I can just, we'll, we'll play that. That'll be, you know, a nice little night. That'll take up the whole night. We'll, we'll just be, it'll be me and, the, and my two cousins sitting in front of the TV playing a little spooky, scary game. And then, there you, you know, they'll get so scared that they go to sleep. And then I don't have to do much of anything else. Yeah, and then I traumatized them. They cried, and I had to call their parents back. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> I'm fired. Yeah, what an awful idea that was. They never let me babysit my cousins again. <laughs> like, well, we're going to go ahead and uh, let your, your son go. Yeah. I remember. Or, um, I'm trying to remember. I'll think of it. I'll think of it. Talk talk about stuff. Okay. Let's talk about fear. With Alma, the little girl, chasing her around. I remember how much of a letdown Fear 3 was. <laughs> that game's terrible. Uh, I always assumed that there's just fear. That's it. I didn't, I didn't assume that there was any sequels or anything. There's like... Oh, yeah. th- there's four? There's four games think, for fear. I think like everything else, though, they start going towards that horror. Or the action... Yeah, they they definitely strayed hard towards action and the <laughs> fear. Like, the story became a letdown because after a while, it really is no longer terrifying. Terrifying. You want to yeah. just know the story, but the story mm-hmm. uh, was uh, dog shit. So <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, how a lot of games are. Yeah, it's just a bad story. It's unfortunate that like the fear games start driving more into the the action because like they like don't know how to continue the horror. Yeah. They either gave too much away or something. You know what horror game doesn't really have a story, but it's still an amazing game? What's what? that? The Dead by Daylight. <laughs> Oh yeah, that needs a freaking story though. Asymmetric like, uh, horror multiplayer. On honestly, I feel like that when it first came out, I feel like that was one of like the most fun multiplayer games at the time. Mm-hmm. I it's still find so it fun. fun. It 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 just sucks that there's server issues. Like th- mm-hmm. there's people playing. But the servers just suck and just don't want to put you into a match. And yeah. from what I hear, the developers are kind of shitty. Apparently. They're like, oh, you want better servers? Well, you should spend more money on the game then. Haha. <laughs> oh, what's that? Your account got deleted? Oops. Whatever. Oh, no. <laughs> that's just that's just two of the, like, two of the things that I've heard about the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, from what I've heard is... Like, oh my god, all my account points, blah, 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 are missing. Oh, sorry about that. Here, here's a million. Here's 10, 20 million. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> that's what my friend, that's what happened to my friend. That's kind of, that's kind of good, then. Yeah. He's like, like, like I don't know something. what happened after this update. I lost all my points. And they're like, oh, well, here's like an absurd amount. And he's like, all right, cool. And then <laughs> now his stuff he set ended for the up, rest of the game. And then his stuff ended up resetting and he got all his points back on top of that. And they're just like, yeah, whatever. I was like, dude, that's crazy. That's pretty nice. That's super nice. 
game's but that fantastic. game's like not about the points. So. No, like because th- they just stack up honestly. Yeah, mm. they the get ga- the so game fast. Is amazing. They're not He's stingy blood. like some certain apexes. <laughs> <laughs> cough, Magic the Gathering Arena. Cough. <laughs> uh, so in-, in Dead by Daylight, like, what do you? I, I- I've never actually played a, a good bit of it. Uh, I kind of stayed away from it just because of the horror story that two of, two of my friends told me. Mm-hmm. So, Wait, what, what were the stories? Well, a, a friend of mine lost uh, lost all the stuff on their account, and the mm. uh, the developers were like, "Don't worry, it'll come back eventually," and kind of didn't really do anything about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, that's. Uh... And uh, and yeah, apparently they sent out some tweets f- uh, to some people complaining about the. Uh, the servers where they were literally just like, oh, well, you know, it sucks. Spend more money on the game. We can make better mm-hmm. servers. Dang. So. Which is kind of true, honestly. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, really blunt. I, I feel like, yeah, the way that they said it possibly could have been better, but, like, I understand. Yeah. But, like, what what do you do as far as progression? Like, how do you progress in that uh, game? Okay, so pretty much <laughs> the whole... The whole aspect of Dead by Daylight is you and three other people have to repair these generators and escape the killer. And pretty mm. much after you fix all all four generators, you can open up this these two doors that allow you to escape. And depending on how you play, what you do in the game gets you more points in some certain categories there's four categories there is bold which is like being kind of like sneaky well well there's that but like it's It's like outsmarting them yeah like pretty much being engaged with the killer there's Mm -hmm. altruism which is helping people like healing them engaged with your teammates getting yeah yeah. (laughs) getting them off the hooks that that the killer puts you on um, what else is there? There's bold. Escape. <laughs> yes. Escape is one of them. <laughs> yes, escaping, uh, running, yeah. be, running away from the killer and them just being confused as hell and can't find you. It's and pretty good, but the I game is like, the one. like, there's not really like a story to it. Like the the idea is like, you pick a character. You go into this, like, field or whatever level, and your thing is to escape. But basically, like, there's a killer created by this thing called the Entity. Mm-hmm. And the Entity is just, like, what kills you, basically, I guess. A god. <laughs> yeah, but it basically, like, you're in a dream world. And, like, you need to, like, get these generators to, like, wake up and get out. Oh, okay. And then, basically, like... This entity is just destroying the world, basically. But he's destroying it through, like, metaphysical ways. Basically by fusing Dream World and, like, just mashing up the reality. And your goal is to get out. But, it, like, none of that conveys through the gameplay at all. <laughs> like, you just don't... Want, when you're playing, you just don't want to get caught by the killer and thrown on a hook. <laughs> or else this big spider thing branch comes out and kills you. Like... <laughs> Gotcha. That sounds like <laughs> that kind of sounds like Freddy Krueger. He's they in the game. A, oh yeah, he's in the game. They're yeah. adding a bunch of. Horror they added or, a lot of like. They have a bunch of I, horror I, like uh, ass, idle like, characters. Yeah, yeah, like they have Freddy Krueger. They have Jason. They have Michael. Mo- well, no, they don't got they don't Jason. Ha- they don't technically have Jason, but basically to, the but meat the guy is Jason. Uh, I guess. <laughs> um. But they have Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger. They have a uh, Jigsaw. They have oh. Jigsaw's assistant. How do they have? What does Jigsaw do? Uh oh wait no you can't be Jigsaw huh? You can only be the assistant. Yeah it's just it's just the pig, but Jigsaw does create a cameo. Yeah okay. so he's like in, when you pick the pig, you do like the torture stuff. So like, the the saw can... the saw two head trap 
Yeah, you can do oh, okay. like yeah, you like set the trap on them, and then they like the to get it off. You have to like find these random boxes and like yell basically. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right here trying to unlock myself. Don't come kill me. It's like the worst. <laughs> um, yeah, and they have um, who else do they have? They have Pyramid Head. Oh, that's cool. Which is, yeah, it's pretty rad. Like, awesome. They're ju- they're just adding um, what's his face from from Resident Evil Three? Oh, Professor X. No, right? Is that his no. name? What, Mister X? <laughs> Mister no, Mister X, X is, is from is from Resident Evil Two. Two. I thought okay. that was who they're adding. No, they're adding from Resident Evil Three. I can't remember the name. The yeah, crocodile. They're, they're, <laughs> yes, the giant, the giant croc. Uh, the 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 big guy with the minigun on his arm. Nemesis. That's what Nemesis. it is. Nemesis. That's yeah. You're right. Barrett right. from Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah. The big guy with the machine gun arm. <laughs> they have um. Had it. I lost it. Oh, they have the Demogorgon. Oh, from, from Stranger, Stranger Things. Things. Stranger Things. Yeah. That's cool. So with that comes like the survivors too, which is pretty cool because you get Steve and Nancy ass. <laughs> but, and then they have a K-pop star. They have BTS now. Pretty much <laughs> BTS. <laughs> That's silly. He just throws knives all sexily. All all the killers are unique, especially mm-hmm. the original created ones. It's a pretty cool game. I would consider it horror, though. It okay. definitely has a thriller aspect of it. Yeah, though, there's like a slasher aspect to it. Like, it's cool. Oh, they have Ghostface. Oh, okay. From Scream, yeah. Yeah. He's a pain in the nuts. Uh, that game's cool, though. I wouldn't consider it a horror, though. I mean, like, at all. It's like a. It, I mean, it's like a teamwork horror thing, right? Yeah. Would you would you consider phasmophobia horror though? That game can be creepy though. <laughs> <laughs> like you're literally egging on spirits. Like <laughs> you literally you have, to, have to try pissing them off to figure out who they are. Yeah, to it's figure out creepy. what kind of spirit they are to get rid of them, right? You don't get rid of them. You just figure out what spirit they are. Oh, and then you leave. You're like, yep, it's yeah. this one. See ya. <laughs> it's like Clue. <laughs> Good luck with it. It's literally Clue. Like. That also that's reminiscent of the uh, the SCP games in a way. I want to play those, dude, but it's hard. You need like a party of like fifty people. <laughs> <laughs> you have like seventeen prisoners, seventeen uh, doctors, and like SCP and like the monsters. There's so many teams on that game too. I don't even get it. <laughs> yeah, I get very um, confusing. The uh, the like SCP uh, videos that they came out with the little fan made videos mm-hmm. those are super cool and they kind of they kind of remind me of a uh, of what you're talking about where it's just they go there to figure out what the hell's going on and then they'll leave for a special cleanup team to come follow behind them and uh essentially get rid of whatever's happening there yeah. Yeah, we're basically like on phasmophobia. You're basically like the the journalist. They're like, "Oh, something's going down. You should call someone to come help." <laughs> yeah, you should really get somebody out here. <laughs> we're the ones who diagnose your haunted house. <laughs> your house is definitely haunted. You should probably call someone. That'll be three thousand dollars. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> Problem with that game is the freaking progression system's bad. Hmm. Well, there isn't necessarily any progression. I know. That's bad. <laughs> <laughs> you just get money, buy more equipment, easy. Go again. <laughs> it's very reliant in hoping you don't get bored of the gameplay loop. Yeah. Yeah, but it's fun. It is fun. Yeah, especially with, you know, a bunch of your friends. Yeah, that's, that's we we need to get Ida in on this. 
Ida doesn't play nothing because she ain't got a computer. Not yet, but once she does, <laughs> we're g gonna make sure that she gets the shit scared out of her while playing Phasmophobia. <laughs> so, Noons, since you are the horror genre man, if you had to recommend oh, one or two horror games, what would they be? I I have to recommend RE7 because it's one of my personal favorites. Mm -hmm. A.K.A. Biohazard. Yeah, A.K.A. Biohazard. Resident Evil Biohazard. Um, and if I'm being honest, the Evil Within games are also mm -hmm. really good. They're a really good example of uh, how like how horror games are done right when they don't have a whole lot of horror. Where yeah. it's like, at first you're scared, but you kind of figure out what's going on and the, the monster kind of dissolves away into something else. Something that's a little bit more tangible and a little bit more uh, uh, handleable. And yeah. it's, it's, done, it's done really well, I think. So those, those mm -hmm. two definitely high, high, or top recommends. All right. I'll keep that into consideration. I'll do that. What about you, really Little like Nick? Do you have any recommendations, or are you just accepting these ones? Uh, I, so I, I recommend... These these two may not be the best horror games, but they're pretty fun. Um, uh, Silent Hill 2 and Silent Hill 4. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I just realized, we didn't... We forgot to talk about another amazing horror game. Lay it on me. Dead Space. <gasps> Dead Space oh, 1. Oh, man. 1, yes. Yeah. Not not 2 or 3, the first one. Not 2. Definitely not 3. <laughs> Absolutely one. not 3. Two, <laughs> is, 2 is okay. Yeah. 2 is fine. Uh, 3 is... Uh, didn't 3 didn't have... There, there is no Dead Space 3. What are you talking about? Um, yeah, agreed. <laughs> Dead Space 1 is so good. Dead Space 1 is crazy good. Like... Yeah, I don't even know what to say. It's good. Like, I've beat that game. It's good. <laughs> Everyone should play that game. It's definitely... That's my recommendation. It's one of the best horror games where you fight back, right? It is a horror mm -hmm. game, absolutely. But, like, the number one thing that you can do is fucking murder the shit out of those Survive. things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can you can just cut them in half and stuff. It's so That's satisfying. That's the thing. Like the game is just fucking creepy. stomp on them, dude. And yeah. not only is it creepy, it's so cool that they thought of like a different way to kill this. Like they're like, look, these things are gonna be coming at you. If you don't want them to come at you, you can't just shoot them in the head. You gotta do what you feel is better to do: chop off the legs, hinder them, and then like when you stop, when you like shoot off an arm and they're just dragging on one arm, you're like, oh my god, this has got to stop. Like, <laughs> <laughs> someone shoot that other arm, please. <laughs> yeah, that game's yeah. freaking good. It's creepy too, especially the first one. The first one, big fear factor, good mix of action without being too like, without too much. Like two goes a little more into action than three is just a joke. Yeah. And. <laughs> But one is fantastic. That's that's another big recommendation. I, I agree completely with that one. Who can't? Who can't agree with that? Literally no one. Everyone agrees. <laughs> Alright. Is that all? I think so. That's that's all I got. What about you? That's all I got. That's all I got. Alright, I'm Vincent. I'm Noons. I'm Nick. We'll see you guys next time. Follow us on Spotify and YouTube. Subscribe. All the stuff. Yeah, Twitter. Follow, go follow Vince on uh, Twitch. Twitch TV. Slash Shadow Freak with a 4, not an A. In Freak, not Shadow. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta make that distinction very clear. <laughs> yeah. I do. Alright.